there's one thing I got to say because I've been wanting to do this my whole life. Raider! Power! Raider! Power! Okay, we got to get this thing started off right. Okay, I'm not I'm not much of a in-person, in uh, what is it? Impersonator. Impersonator, that's it. I, was about, I, was, I don't know why I was thinking like impersonist. I'm not much of an impersonator, but you should be able to tell who that was by all the countless videos that are going around on Facebook, Twitter. That is the name and main theme of this episode, hashtag Hired McGuire. Joey McGuire will be the 17th head coach at Texas Tech University. He says he likes it here. He's already at Spanky's eating fried cheese. I think we got a good one. Enjoy McGuire. This is some premium Texas Tech content with a laugh, guys. You're listening to the Ramblin' Rares podcast. Thank you for joining us for this uh, very special app that we're excited about. We're powered by Guns Up Nation and a part of the Guns Up Nation podcast network. Joining me, my single co-host tonight, who has, uh, you know, been just really pumping out some great content, and that's why I had to go with this for his nickname. That would be our boy Nick, the Ramblin' Raiders and Lord of the Rings crossover king, Thompson. Nick, you've been blessing our followers, blessing Red Raider Nation with some mm. great Lord of the Rings meme videos. God. Man, we got all kinds of interruptions going on in this episode. But yeah, dude, the Lord of the Rings meme videos have been on point. Let's I go. love them. Yeah, let's go. The little stroke of creativity there. But I mean, we did it last year around this time for, right. for basketball season with Chris Beard as Gandalf coming into Helm's Deep. But this year we had it, we had to bring the king. The king, the king into the picture. That's right. And the return of the king, the real king, Mark that, Adams. That's Mark Adams. I, I will say, now that you've brought that up, that we had that video where Beard was Gandalf, I've never, I never thought I'd get to this point, but I got to cheer for the Balrog now whenever I watch, um, whenever I watch the <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings 1, Fellowship of the Ring, and then the second movie, The Two Towers. I'm going to be sitting there rooting for the Balrog, dude. Really? Chris Beard is Radagast? I think yes, that's who it was. That's the weird, like animal, like little wizard. Like, yeah, brown. Like he was like the the brown or Radagast. Radagast, the, the brown. brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he whispers to moles and snakes and does all kinds exactly, of nature. Yeah, uh, uh, he works. Yeah, he works in the shadows of of nature, man, with the spiders and stuff. That's our boy Beard. Um, we're gonna get to that a little bit later uh, on. You know, look around college basketball scene. But guys, know we're excited. We had to start it off. The energy, trying to bring some of that energy, might have been a little more awkward if you're listening to this in your car than it was watching the man, the myth, the new prince that was promised, Joey McGuire, getting hyped up in his presser, his inter, you know, his his introductory press uh, press conference, the basketball, you know, at halftime the, of of the basketball game, getting out there and getting the crowd fired up. A lot of energy, and we want to uh, you know bring that to the podcast as we do each and every week. Unfortunately, Lane couldn't be with us. He said something about you know resting up and getting right before the big trip to Scottsdale. That's right. That Nick and Let's I will go. be departing on. I'll be leaving tomorrow. Nick will be bringing it, bringing up the rear and the party bus with him on Friday, bringing up the party, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Scottsdale, Arizona. Lane just couldn't uh, couldn't quite hack it tonight, man. I think he was feeling a little under the weather, so he's trying to. Get right before tomorrow, but I, I had a great nickname for him, Lane. I bet uh, I bet on damn near every college basketball game last night, Griffon, because he was texting me nonstop, and uh, I had a super busy weekend, so I wasn't even able to to really be as engaged as I would have <laughs> liked to have been, unfortunately. But you know, Lane's sending me. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? I mean, he's throwing out 
teams you know I've never even heard of that don't even have icons on the ESPN app. Man, D one, D two, D three, Hofstra, U of H. He uh, he's got the beat on you know South uh, South Dakota State Prep Tech, and you know who they're playing <laughs> my, at uh, plus. 38 points so he was just hammering bets left and right i need to catch uh catch up with him tomorrow which i will before we get on the plane to see how he fared in all those bets i believe him and bd joe are on a pretty pretty solid heater right now guys social media real quick if you haven't already if you could rate review and subscribe it goes a long way in helping us gauge how we're doing with our listenership it's super easy just uh you know if, if you're a new listener we appreciate your your perspective and your take on how it is how the content is, and if you're an old listener and you haven't done it to this point, what's stopping you, man? I mean, you're you're along for this ride. Call them out, baby. You're along for this ride, and you know we're we're not never going to force anybody to do anything. This is America, the land of the free, home of the brave, right? We're not asking you for much, though. We're not, but it, I mean, I would I would say we're really not you know demanding that much of you. So rate, review, subscribe. Also, our YouTube channel, Ramblin' Raiders Media. If you guys could go subscribe to our YouTube channel, we're going to start putting out more visual content we had a few if you want to go check guys yeah that's right nick's been updating that frequently really putting in a lot of hard work on our youtube channel so remember rambling raiders media drop us a sub and if you do send us a screenshot of that subscription either dm it to us on facebook twitter or instagram or you can email it to us as well you know just get it to us any way you can and we'll add you into our three-part raffle that will be coming up the week of thanksgiving so you really want to get on that and and you know be ahead of the curve right now we, we don't have a ton of submissions it's it's not enough to where if you were to enter you'd have a good chance at winning either the player cards the $50 gift certificate or the bottle of not premium the bottle of mid shelf mid. mid shelf liquor so join that thanksgiving promo by sending us your subscription to the ramblin raiders media channel on youtube website ramblinraiders.com 2% of our merch sales goes to a charity of the month I don't think this might have been the one thing we didn't prepare diligently for. That's right. Nicomundo. Well, we we, got we to take our time with this one, though. That's true. And you know what we'll just do? It'll be a carryover. We'll do November and December, the same charity. So uh, whenever we you know find out the worthy cause in need that we're going to give to, 10% of our merch sales, we will let you all know next week. Also, we have our write-ups on there. Pat's been cranking out a lot of write-ups. Our episodes are downloadable straight from the website, our apparel line. You know, pictures, mission statement, etc. The the website is constantly growing and developing in a, a positive direction. So, check out the website if you will. Look around campus. We have a trio here, a, tr- a triple threat of all of our women's teams: volleyball, soccer, and basketball. We got the the ladies. This is like the ladies' corner right here. Look around campus. Right. We're focusing, like I said, the triple threat. All of our, our uh, dynamic women's sports, not quite all of them because we still have a few, track and field, softball, just to mention some. Cheap. But here is you know where we're at with this update. Nick, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you start actually with soccer because uh, yeah. then we're going to get into volleyball and last but not least basketball. Yeah, soccer season just wrapped up. So as basketball season approaches, you know soccer is going to wrap up. Uh, the Red Raiders, you know, another good season in the books. I think we finished – um, you with a pretty good, pretty good record. I'll find that here in a second. I don't know why I didn't have it written down, but we did lose in a semifinal game of the Big Twelve uh, Championship uh, to TCU. Frogs, yeah. yeah, the number one uh, seeded TCU team. We lost three nil. You know, we went down early in that game, and we never did quite uh, have enough gas to uh, to bring it back and mm-hmm. and to win. Uh, move on to the finals there, but you know, great season for Coach Stone. We finished eleven six and three, 
All right, that's solid, solid uh, outcome there for the yeah. final, you know, final game. Yeah, four, four, and one in conference. Uh, I mean, five hundred record in conference is mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, didn't have enough to make it to the to the postseason to the tourney there, but you know, good season for for Coach Stone and, and the Red Raiders there on the soccer pitch. A lot, a lot to you know be positive about and grow on as you look to the future, look to next season. Yeah, it will be you know tough to see Kirsten Davis you know leave to you know move on to bigger and better things. We'll be you know seeing her catching those updates in the pro leagues, probably overseas. I mean, she's that talented, that quality of an athlete and player in person. But you know, there's like I said, a lot of young talent. Coach Stones got them, got them on the move and working hard and trending in the right direction. Yeah, uh, they've had success here over the last couple of years, and we expect they'll be right back on track come next season. I wanted you to go first, Nick, with soccer because I have the women's. Uh, well, actually, just volleyball update. Our Red Raider volleyball update. Uh, the ladies on the court are fifteen and ten for their overall record. We might have lost to TCU on the pitch, That's but right. yeah. our volleyball team avenged them on the court in dramatic fashion because we just got done sweeping TCU. The Red Raiders beat the Horn Frogs with a clean sweep. And what I mean by that is Friday, I think it was either Thursday, Friday, or Friday, Saturday, but 3-0 in the first matchup, 3-0 in the second matchup, 6-0 on the week. Talk about a bounce back. Just absolute dominance against TCU volleyball team. 6-0 sweep. I think probably debatably their best overall performance that they've had to this point in the season, which is good because they only have two series left before the Big 12 tournament. So they could not be heating up at a better time, not this week, but next week they will be playing against West Virginia on the road. So ESPN Plus, tune in, get ready to support your, you know, the uh, Red Raider volleyball team because they are on track, man. They're doing well. I was watching some of the updates. They had some blocks going on. And actually, I'll pull that up really quickly, Nick. Man, you got that Joey McGuire enthusiasm with that with that look around campus item right there. That's right, baby. It's it's contagious as you're about to find out. I mean, the guy is his his pride is unmatched in anything we've seen in quite some time. In a good way, too. Yes, absolutely. In the best way. But man, this volleyball squad. I'm trying to because I, I you know how I am with names, man. I mean, I was blanking on the names, so I'm gonna go back and look them up and then pronounce them incorrectly, because that's exactly how I like to operate on this podcast now you got it you've, you've made tremendous strides this year <laughs> i i do through, appreciate through, that through the weeks <laughs> of football season and just fall sports in general kenna here how do you think you say is it uh, sa- sour sour kenna sore yeah sour sour kenna sour had some absolute just massive blocks in this game and hold on the twin we also had okay guys this uh, i did not bring my a game right here i'm sorry this is not very joey uh joey uh, hot dogs joey chestnut joey, joey chestnut. mcguire joey cheese sticks ask of me hold on we, we had some twin towers who i'm trying to think Wait, who, is who joey was, cheese sticks going around or can we create that we that's that's all us baby did you tweet that already i didn't tweet it yet but i i put it on um the outline that we got joey cheese sticks man now who knows he might head o- head on head on over to the wiener schnitzel and give joey chestnut <laughs> a run for his money too Right across the street from Spanky's, pretty much. Alex Kirby. That's the name I was looking for. The Twin Towers, guys. I'm sorry for that slight pause there. Alex Kirby and Kenna Sour. 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 Okay, that one, that, that you know, I'm back to my old roots. Kenna Sour and, and um, Alex Kirby just absolutely dominant. Um, had so many blocks throughout this series and uh, really came through. Also, Maddie Correa. 
dropped a couple aces in there to really like solidify the win and get it done. Just proud, proud of this this grit, this tenacity, this fight that um, the ladies displayed in the USA on the court. It was uh, something special, man. And and like I said, they're heating up at the right time. Yes, Nick is about to light it up on Twitter for us as he's been doing these last couple days. Uh, also, the Alex Torres was dropping a ton of aces out there. So we got the two twin towers down low, and then we got Alex Torres and Maddie Correa just bringing the heat behind the serving line with some dirty a, a always an ace up those two sleeves all right? yes. up, up their sleeves. I Last, get I get hyped when when volleyball when they make dude, an ace volleyball. Watching volleyball live is one of the most entertaining sports I've ever in, like had the privilege of and enjoyed getting to watch. I used to love in high school, dude. I mean, volleyball would be playing right before the football games, and so everybody would just pop in and, and catch JV and varsity. And it was, uh, I'm telling you, man, I love watching volleyball, so y'all need to be paying attention to the Red Raider volleyball team. Right. Basketball update. Just like the, the men got started on Tuesday, the Lady Red Raiders are getting started this Friday. Coach Gerlich's got this team fired up. They're playing Friday the 10th, which will be uh, – this is coming out tomorrow on Thursday, so you got one day to get prepared. They're going to be taking on southeastern uh, Louisiana – Where'd you Where'd you get Friday from? I'm I'm saying Thursday. Is it? Are we? Am I mixed up on that? I must have been looking at the I'm wrong. I'm saying Thursday the 11th, southeastern Louisiana. Dude, I am all over the place. Okay, I think you're right. I it, it said 11th, and I was looking at my uh, watch, just discombobulated, thinking it was going to end up being Friday. So it'll be the day. We're going to drop this episode game day. But it is daylight saving, so I can see where you get confused. You know, it's getting darker earlier. It feels like tomorrow. So it makes tomorrow Thursday or Friday. And I was out at the deer lease when it happened, so it was I was out in like immersed in nature with just you had no, no idea, no civilization around me. So I really had no clue what was going on. I got super uh, just thrown off by by that occurrence. You know, they're always fighting in the legislature to just completely get rid of daylight saving time since like you know the sun's still coming up. At that uh, at that normal hour that it always does, but here we are. <laughs> There's also going to be free Chick Fil A with Coach Gerlich tomorrow at 12 at the sub. So you do not want to miss out on that. Raider Riot had tweeted it out earlier. Y'all get to the sub, Nick. How I mean, we would have died back in the day, just like Joey McGuire wants to die at Texas Tech. You and I would have died to have free Chick Fil A at the sub at the sub with Coach Gerlich. With Coach Gerlich, I'm not going to lie. Very much so to be to hang out and get to you know be around Coach Gerlich, but also like, dude, free. I mean, a college student, free Chick Fil A, that is a game changer. So not only do you get the free Chick Fil A, but you get the added bonus of getting to spend time with Coach Gerlich. Coach Gerlich, and I, I think I would if Coach Gerlich was at Tech during yeah, my, my my reign at Tech, I would have gotten her some sushi with my Raider bucks. Oh hey man, there's a sub. There's no better act of kindness and friendship than to buy someone sushi with your Raider bucks. That's how Nick and I, I mean, that's how the podcast really, you know, the roots grew and, and uh, the seeds were sowed was through that kind act um, that, that we partook in, <laughs> I think, a couple times a week. Who was our coach before, uh, I'm blanking on the name, um, before Coach Gerlich that had all the, you, you get, you're going to have to pull it up for us, lawsuit, lawsuit. She wasn't somebody worth remembering. Yeah, she really wasn't. Law, lawsuit Leslie? <laughs> what was it? No, she was. Oh God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Come on. Oh, I got it. 
Uh, Marlene Stallings. Oh, Stallings. Okay, Leslie Stallings. Same thing, right? No, uh, Marlene Stallings. I probably would not have wanted to go chill with Marlene Stallings, but I definitely would have wanted to go hang out and say what's up to Coach Gerlich. So get you some free Chick Fil A at the sub tomorrow. Don't miss out on that. We've made it, dude. I know you. For whatever reason, Nick and I like to really ramble the most. <laughs> we do ramble on. Baby. We do most of our off cuff banter. In the look around campus, because I, that's just where we get all of our, I mean, the most energy and, and that spontaneous passion for, you know, really uh, trying to hype up and discuss everything going on within the TTU athletics program. But here we are, guys. We made it to the main body part of this content, part one. We got two parts for our main portion tonight. Texas Tech hires Joey McGuire, like I said earlier, to start us off, 17th head coach in Texas Tech's history. Nick, I want to start with you, man. Initial reaction here. You know, I, I really am just intrigued with this hire, Jackson. Uh, obviously, it, it's a hire that has created a lot of buzz and excitement throughout Lubbock. Uh, I'm excited for, for Joey. Joey uh, Cheese Joey Sticks. Cheese Sticks energy. <laughs> I just tweeted that, so hopefully that's out in the Twitter sphere right now, you know, making its way around uh, Texas Tech community. But Y'all go throw it a like. I, I am excited for this guy's energy to come into the program. Honestly, we're pretty flat right now, and – after that recent bye week, I honestly kind of forgot that we had a remaining schedule uh, to play here. Sorry. Uh, Nick's, <laughs> Nick's hit me with some funny text during the, live during the episode. I know. I'm texting you during the episode. It's something totally unrelated <laughs> to our podcast, but I thought it was funny, so I shared it, it with you. It was definitely a good laugh. Never tweet and be on Twitter during a podcast. No, no. You'll start, you start losing and sending things. Yeah, yeah. You can get sidetracked very easily. <laughs> but I forgot we have a remaining three games on the schedule and possible bowl game. That's right. Because, I mean, the football program has been flat for weeks now. Yeah. Actually, absolutely flat since the Kansas win. What did it, Ryan May, uh, Manville tweeted this earlier. Who, if y'all don't follow him on Twitter, he's a must follow for Texas Tech and, you know, any Red Raider because he puts out absolute fire on basketball and football and he you know he's very well respected within the uh journalism community right. for texas tech he, I, when he when i read this i actually laughed and i got you know there's a, some virtue or like virtue signaler <laughs> uh positive uh poly like you know oh you being uh whatever like you're a hall uh, monitor yeah hall monitor like oh how dare you you know not show support for five seconds but this tweet dude honestly made me laugh because it it does hurt so much that like you can't help but just kind of chuckle when you hear it. Texas Tech football, Texas Tech football's average. This is, again, this is Ryan's tweet. Texas Tech football's average margin of defeat. Okay, why why am I not being able to say that correctly? <laughs> Texas Tech football's average margin of defeat in Big Twelve play this season is twenty two points. The Red Raiders have lost one game by one point and three games by at least twenty one points. I mean, come on, dude. Like, you know, you can support your team and love them without, you know, kind of laughing a little bit on that one. That's just – that's the sort of season we had, and that's what Joey McGuire is going to turn around. But, Nick, right. back to what you're saying. Three this games. guy's like a Matt Wells on steroids. He's bringing a lot of the same, like, principles. C CEO, like, mentality. Yeah, CEO mentality, principles of, like, how to run a program, coaching the guys hard, loving them harder. This is Matt Wells on steroids, and I truly believe that he can, he can bring that extra layer, that extra kind of – winning gene to Texas Tech's football program that Matt Wells could not do. He's Matt Wells on steroids, guys. Definitely a riskier hire than maybe some of us would have thought with Kirby uh, kind of being on a hot seat of his own. Um, but, you know, he's never been a head coach before in the NCAA period. Um, but I believe he knows how a good program operates. He knows how a good program 
gets their guys to buy in and win ball games, be competitive. He's saying all the right things right now. Yep. He's recruiting at a high level already. He's bringing in James Blanchard, uh, you know, Which is director huge. of player development yeah. and uh, recruiting. I think he's involved in recruiting too. And we got to give him, you know, all the support. We're, we're giving him the funds. Yeah, obviously, I was, was going to say we're, we're about the assistance. We're, we're about to get into that. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but yeah. that's a huge plus yeah. within and and. Really, I think the glue that ties this together, you know, for uh, to make it such a stellar hire. Right, and to wrap up my thought on like initial reaction, you know, I'm excited for the guy. He's bringing in so much energy, and it's infectious, but still a risky hire. We got to give him a few years to get his guys in there mm-hmm. and and be, and be productive and win ball games. But I'm, I'm excited. It's a good hire. So I'll say this: what he lacks in experience, he definitely makes up for in energy. His energy is outrageous and it's contagious. There's just a different vibe to our boy Joey Cheese Sticks and, you know, the passion that he's displayed for Texas Tech and its players and its fan base uh, is something that we really haven't seen, you know, and has not been present over the last 10 years or so. Uh, honestly, dating back to Leach, I mean, Leach, there, there was a lot of uh, energy and passion around the, around the program, but kind of carried out in a more quirky, spunky way with Leach than just pure, like, elation and pride that we've seen – out of uh, Joey McGuire so far. It's been absolutely electric. And that was kind of my initial reaction, Nick, was that, you know, he, he says the right things, just like you put it, says the right things, does the right things. And uh, that energy is is beyond contagious. There's a lot of excited Red Raiders in the community out there and, and I, you know, and everywhere within Red Raider Nation. And as, as they should be, it is a little bit riskier. And we're about to get into, you know, the lack of experience is uh, something that Maybe was unavoidable when, when Texas Tech was, you know, looking around. This was uh, the best hire that they had, and it could very well play out to be a good hire. I do agree with you that it's there's there's some unknowns here, but we got the funds to support him, and uh, he has the right mentality and the right attitude that to you know help us be winners. So I'm really excited about um, about our our boy Joey Cheese Sticks Fried Cheese Man. He's getting it done. Uh, what are we getting out of Joey? McGuire. Okay, I'm gonna have to really stop using that nickname, or else it's just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna forget his last name. <laughs> what are we getting out of Coach McGuire? We're getting a CEO type. Okay, I mean, you could argue Matt Wells was the CEO type, but you know, Nick just put it very, very clearly and very well. He said, you know, well he stated and articulately that he might be of that same, you know, uh, uh, same demeanor, stature, whatever, as far as like his operation, how he operates and facilitates. But he's already recruiting at, su- at, at, you know, you see guys dropping out, you know, from their Baylor commitment as it is right now. He immediately picks up three guys from his old high school in, in Cedar Hill that we were talking about pre-pod, Nick. Absolutely, he is a, a master recruiter, master motivator, master recruiter. He's a player's coach. Um, and, you know, you can tell his interactions already with the current team members is genuine, is authentic. And is something that uh, is joyful to watch. He's he's making real connections with these guys immediately um, uh, upon stepping on foot, you know, at Texas Tech and in the 806, and immediately stepping foot on campus. So you're getting a great, you know, guy with endless high school coaching ties. And I thought that was really neat that he brought that up in his, uh, you know, one one of his initial press conferences and interviews was, man, I asked other high school coaches to reach out to Kirby on my behalf because I, I heard there was some steam behind this. There was some traction here. And uh, apparently lots of people did reach out on his behalf because he is so well-liked and embedded within the 
you know, coaching community at the, in the high school ranks in this state. And that's huge, especially with OU and Texas mm-hmm. leaving. Yep. I mean, we have to be able to out-recruit U of H, TCU, Baylor, uh, SMU. You know, we have to be able to out-recruit And UT. I mean, we, yeah. and at least, you know, maybe not out-recruit them, but be competitive recruiting with them, right? Because it's just uh, – that's going to be critical in this new Big 12 era. So, one thing I will say, you know, he, he's a he comes – from the high school coaching ranks is where most of his football experience is. Um, it, it's But that connection he has with other Texas high school coaches is deeper than any coaches had at Tech since Spike, since Spike Dykes, who you know spent a lot of time at the high school level as well. So I wanted to bring this point up to Nick's point about bringing in the right guys already. Uh, as far as recruiting goes, uh, what was the name of, of the uh, player development? James Blanchard. Yeah, James Blanchard, that's right, with player development. Tech's had an average recruiting class over, you know, the last five years, an average class rank around 70th in D1 football in these past five seasons. Fast five seasons. Baylor has been around 30, the 35th best ranked class amongst the, you know, D1 amongst the nation's best. 70th to 35th. That's a huge. That is double. That is literally double. A huge (laughs) progression there. I mean, you start getting that much better quality and talent uh, talented players, you're you're even if the X's and O's aren't perfect, you're you're already going to see a pretty, in my opinion, a substantial increase in in quality production it, it on will, the field, it, and it will convert into wins. Yes, exactly. At least at least at the at the minimum, you know, six seven wins, something obtainable every single year. Not with you know Matt Wells, where you're looking at maybe four, maybe five. So that in itself is really good. And actually, I got to give uh, props to my boy Preston, he, who sent that to me. Um, cause I, like I said, I was super busy this weekend. I didn't even have time to research it. He did the research for me. 70th is where <laughs> tech was at. Baylor's been averaging around uh, 35th, which is great. I want to read y'all this quote as well, because I thought it was pretty special. And I think it's, you know, something Nick and I just talked about very accurate when it comes to describing Joey McGuire. He said, I'm, I'm a unicorn in coaching. Uh, McGuire said as presser, I have now been. In four places, I was at Crawley High School for four years. I was at Cedar Hill for twenty. I was at Baylor for five, and I will die here at Texas Tech. Mm. I will die here at Texas Tech. That is a man who who believes in this community, believes in this program, believes in this university. You know, I, maybe Kirby bent his ear before he got up on the mic and said, "Hey, our last coach couldn't name one positive thing about uh, this university or about Lubbock." You might want to really, <laughs> really, you know, accentuate that in your uh, initial remarks. And then he started walking to the stage, and Kirby pulled him back and said, "Also, our last <laughs> basketball coach said he would be here. You know, that this was his home, and that Mama called him home, but really he was lying. He was a snake in the grass." Yeah. So, so do your, do your thing. <laughs> you're, so you're going to need to go even farther than saying you're home and say you want to die here. <laughs> Literally, you know, pull a. I, I mean, Mac Davis, bury me in my in Lubbock, Texas, in my jeans. So he's saying the right things, and and you know, it looks good. Nick, I mean, is there anything else you you, you want to add to that as far as what we're getting with Coach McGuire? Yeah, I mean, I, just to retouch, a cheese stick lover. Just he loves Spankies. Just to touch on the Texan thing again, he knows just about every high school Texas coach in the state of Texas. He's a Texan through and through. 
I wouldn't be surprised if he had five, six generations of Texans in his family. Mm-hmm. Hell, even on the interview of the basketball broadcast last night at halftime, he was like, yeah, my daughter's dog, the the one that had oh, the tech yeah, shirt yeah. in the picture. He was like, it's a blue lacy. It's a state dog of Texas. Like, this yeah. guy loves Texas, he loves, loves Texas high school tech. football. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's going to want to get, in my, my opinion, I could foresee it, that he's going to want to get young fast and bring in recruits from high school rank. Yeah. I, was, I, I hope that he takes the portal seriously with the new day and age of what the portal is. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, hell, you can get guys that were... Calling schoolers. I mean, you can go out and get well, productive Guys players. that were Texas high school football players that want to transfer. Like, he probably mm-hmm. still has connections to oh, those yeah. guys somehow. His former recruits, he could bring those guys in too. So, he's going to want to get young fast. And he can bring guys in from Texas from the portal yeah, um, it's going to take a little bit of time for him to build up this program, right? Are we going to see immediate results? I don't. I don't think so. More than likely not. I don't yeah. think so, and I hope we have patience with him, you know, for at least a year or two. Um, but what we're getting is a guy that's going to put his heart and soul and blood and sweat and tears into this program, which is really, I think, the most you can ask for with how kind of broken we've been over the you know since the firing of Mike Leach and, and entering into Tuberville and beyond. Shout out to the new Buzz Lightyear movie coming out. I don't know if y'all have seen commercials for that previews for that but you know tuberville and beyond i mean we we're, we're oh, i was wondering how you were like referring <laughs> that to tuberville i was like what uh so we're i mean we, we've been broken like we have been um struggling and you know we talked about in a previous episode just because like our program has been has done poorly you can overcome that brokenness you can overcome that that obstacle right by going out and hiring the right guy you can get better you can turn around you know i may, maybe broken isn't the right word to use but we've just been we uh you know it's not the right word to use but we've just been bad like we we've had injuries we've had bad hires that have you know not been able to figure out how to get wins how to recruit players so we have been really inept and, and inefficient in, in getting this program to where texas the texas tech community believes it should be we needed to go out and hire the right guy i do believe we did I want to say this though. There was one major concern that we, you know, emphasized and one kind of stipulation with McGuire, and that was going to be whether or not TTU Athletics would provide the budget for an all-star coaching staff with elite coordinators because yes, he's experienced at the high school level, but he, you know, he's been he's only been in college ranks for 5 years. That's not great experience, guys, and he's never been a head coach or I mean, really, he's associate head coach, but not really even a coordinator yeah. um, at a successful, you know, we talk about the SEC coordinator route or an OU, you know, OU coordinator, like we went back and got Mike Leach back in the day. You know, they interviewed Alex Grinch, really glad we didn't go that way. But ultimately, and, and this was a point uh, that I, I was about or kind of forgot to make and I want to go back to when he said, I'm a unicorn. He sort of is the, a, the unicorn of candidates that we could have hired, right? Because he's not a retread. He's not like a Bob Stoops or an Ed Ogeron or, you know, uh, Les Miles or something. He's not a retread or Hugh Freeze. Apparently apparently that was uh, pretty close to or, happening, according to the rumors. Or Art Briles. Yeah, Art Briles, like the message boards. Not a retread guy. He's not a, you know, he's not, he hasn't been successful. He's not, he's not a Matt Wells. He, you know, he wasn't, even though Matt Wells wasn't really that, that <laughs> successful at the G5 level, but he's not like a Sonny Dykes, you know, at an SMU G5 experience. He's not uh, the, the really up and coming young hot shot coordinator in the SEC. Um, he's not any of these. Those are kind of the three, you know, general routes you can go with a new coach. He is a guy who has dominated in the high school ranks, is amazing at building relationships with players, 
and having that you know real personal connection and and coaching with his heart and with pride and getting these guys to buy into his system. Super successful and well connected CEO sort of manager. You know you hear that a lot and facilitator and operator. And he's been a part of two rebuilds, really successful rebuilds with Matt Rule and uh, Dave Aranda at Baylor. So he is like he is a unicorn. He is a very unique candidate, uh, you know, a, a unique option that was out there. And as far as all the candidates that we saw, you know, being interviewed, coming across the table, I think it's funny that he referred to himself as that because that's exactly what he is. He is a unicorn that could blossom for us, you know, within this role and really be what Texas Tech, the what we needed, you know? And so we'll, uh, we're, we're going to find out. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. He, he's going to need an all-star coaching staff. I do believe that. Nick, um, oh, yeah, you, you were talking about this is going to be my, my kind of rant on here about the – Keep, you know, ram- the, the, keep the, rambling, the, Keep baby. rambling, the money part. To say Texas Tech invested in McGuire would be an understatement because they offered McGuire a contract that included an assistant pool of $4.8 million dollars. Nick, which is just um, – I can go back and read actually um, one of the correspondence with uh, Texas Tech basketball and I think even Guns Up Nation somewhat and maybe inside the Red Raiders. Uh, Austin Massey, who who you know we, we've been in contact with about basketball stuff, had a great tweet about other programs that we're, that we're comparable to now, and I'll, I'll read that off in a second. But he, uh, he has $4.8 million for our, our assistance and then for strength and conditioning and the support staff, $1.8 five million dollars which is 1.5 million more dollars than matt wells had to work with um as far as the assistant pool is concerned it it would put tech in the you know just the 4.8 tech in the top 25 for staff salaries for the first time ever so to say that this is a i mean this is a very substantial and long-term investment that they're putting into you know you, you talk about it from a business sense this is a power move you don't make this kind of play unless you really believe in the product that you're about to you know, uh, buy into right the product that you're that you're pushing. So here we are, man. I mean, yeah. this is this is exactly what the fans needed to see as far as a commitment from Kirby, from our donors, from the search committee on you know what they were willing to spend to turn this program around. It's going to enter us into the top half of the Big Twelve when it comes to salaries. Now, you know, it can't be all about money. You have to utilize that by finding the right pieces and the talent to help accompany you on the field to get you, you know, where you want, where you want this program to be. But uh, I'm really excited about it, man. No, yeah. And on top of all of that, we're building the facility, the Womble yes. Center. Thank for, you, for, Womble. For, for football. I mean. Dustin Womble, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dusty Womble is just. A, Dusty. The new Gandalf, if you watched our videos, yes. crowning Mark Adams <laughs> yeah, at yeah. the uh, the Womble Basketball Center. Now the Womble Football Center is going to break ground here pretty soon. I mean. Joey McGuire is, is going to be set up for success. All right, so listen to this. Like I said, Austin Matthews.